Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Monogram at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares, and special guest Baltimore Ravens broadcast host, Melissa Kim. Melissa, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Really, really excited for this game. Yeah, so before we dive into the matchup of some of the best teams in football, we do have some updates from head coach Kyle Shanahan following the 49ers-Cardinals game on Sunday. Lindsay, what's the latest from the head coach? So the 49ers certainly came out of this game much healthier than the last few weeks. As we all know, there were nine names entering the weekend against the Cardinals. Um, Four new names are on the injury list, and head coach Kyle Shanahan did provide some of those updates on Monday. Cornerback Diamador Lenore is suffering a rib contusion. He's day-to-day. Defensive lineman Clea Davis, who was an important depth piece for the 49ers' defensive front, did suffer a high ankle sprain, and he's expected to be out a few weeks. We also have defensive lineman Cleland Furl. He has an ankle injury just day-to-day with him. And then wide receiver Juwan Jennings, who is the 49ers' third-down specialist, is in concussion protocol. And again, with that, there is no set timeline with the concussion protocol, but players do have to go through the five-step process in order to be cleared in time for the next game. Okay, well, speaking of injuries, something that stands out are the injuries that have been lingering on the offensive line, yet that unit didn't allow a single sack on Sunday. How has the team navigated the O-line depth while still being successful? Yeah, it's been incredibly crucial that the 49ers did sign veteran uh John Feliciano, who has just been tremendous for that 49ers offensive line. Um, He is really the piece that was brought in to be the swing offensive lineman um, for the 2023 season. And you've really seen him work in at both right and left guard to address those 49ers injuries, especially through weeks 11 through 15. Um, And he is actually the highest rated player by pro football focus for now two weeks in a row. He had a clean sheet against the Cardinals. So just a tremendous performance from him over the last two weeks. He has been playing at right guard um, in place of Spencer Burford, who has been dealing with some lingering knee injuries to actually both legs. Um, So 
just a really hats off to him. Um, it's been a really, really good person to have there um, and an incredible depth piece as the 49ers are in the midst of this playoff push. Definitely great. Now, looking ahead to Monday Night Football, Melissa, the Ravens have been on a roll over the past few weeks. What are some of your biggest takeaways from Baltimore's most recent matchups? And what's the team's mindset like coming into California? Well, speaking of injuries, guys, I mean, the Ravens have been the healthiest up until last week. They were the healthiest that I've seen this team in three seasons um, going into December. The injuries have definitely been an Achilles heel for this team, especially you look at Lamar Jackson, the quarterback. He is playing some of his best ball that he has since 2019 right now, but they did have one major injury last week, running back Keaton Mitchell. He's the undrafted uh, rookie out of East Carolina. He was balling to say the least up until that point really broke out um, after he was on IR to start the season. He was averaging about 8.43 yards per carry. That's the highest in NFL history for a back with 40 plus carries. That is such a blow to this game's run game. Unfortunately, he uh, suffered a knee injury that will put him out for the season that according to head coach John Harbaugh, who told us that on Monday, but in terms of the rest of the team, I mean, obviously having Lamar Jackson, as much as he has tried to fight this narrative, he is one of the best quarterbacks at running the ball. But he's really been patient this season and really trying to show how much he can throw the ball as one. We've seen that a lot for this team in the last two weeks, especially against uh, the Rams. So at that point um, in that game at halftime, they'd only had eight carries in the first half uh, on the ground, which is highly unusual for this team that really has this franchise historically has been so strong on the power run, on the run game. So it's really a shifting, I think, of the offense in terms of where where their game plan is. And you look at the wide receiver room on this team, too. You have guys like Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. Nelson Aguilar has quietly become one of the most reliable receivers for this team this season. And so that has shifted a little bit. And, you know, the team is kind of has been saying in terms of when I've talked to the guys in the locker room, they've been saying, you know what, we know we're usually a run-heavy team, but, hey, the pass game is working for us right now, so we're just going to go with what what's working for us. Um, and in terms of the defense, they they have they have definitely dominated for the majority of the season. They've been playing some great ball. They have had some struggles against the run in those these last two games, and that's something that they absolutely know. And in talking to Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, their two middle linebackers who really have led this team, they um, they're saying, you know, we know that we have to get better at that. That's something that they're definitely focusing on, um, especially when they've got to face a guy like Christian McCaffrey on Monday. Well, both teams will definitely benefit from the rest that comes with a Monday night football contest regarding the injuries that they're both dealing with. But Lindsay, it's like Groundhog Day for the Niners. They wake up and it's another week of a big time contest against a powerful team. But this week is seriously going to be a test What are your initial thoughts on this number one NFC seed versus number one AFC seed matchup? Yeah, this has very quickly become one of the premier, if not the premier game of the 2023 regular season. Um, You know, it's hard to completely ignore the noise outside the building. Like you mentioned, um, top two teams in the league matching 11 and three records. And for the 49ers right now, where they are positioned in the playoff race, they want to retain that number one seed. You know, it's something that is obviously not talked about a ton, um, but is at the top of everyone's minds. Um, So 
The goal here is to run the table um, to ensure that everything goes the way the team wants it to. Um, and this is going to be an incredibly challenging matchup. It's also got the hype of being on Christmas Day. It'll be the first time that the 49ers play on Christmas Day since 1993. Um, and I thought this was a really cool fact uh, that I found reading is that this is the first time since that same year that two teams sharing the best NFL record met in week 15. Um, so again, just all the hype going into this game, obviously a very important game for the Baltimore Ravens as well, who also want to retain their playoff positioning. A lot of people are saying that this could be a preview of a Super Bowl matchup. Um, it's certainly got two contenders that are hoping that's the case. Um, but yeah, just a lot of a lot of hype surrounding this game that's going to go down at Levi Stadium on Monday night. For sure. Often when league pundits are talking about the Niners, they point to San Francisco's offense and all of the playmakers from that side of the ball with CMC, Brock Purdy, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and the list goes on. But they might just meet their match on Christmas Day against the Ravens defense. That's first in the NFL in yards per attempt allowed, first in the NFL in points allowed, Melissa, can you take us deeper into Baltimore's defense and just what to expect? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've talked to most of these guys extensively throughout the season. The guy that I'm pointing to right now that I think will possibly be the game changer for this game is Kyle Hamilton. He's the second year safety out of Notre Dame. He was questionable actually coming into last week. He suffered a knee injury uh, against the Rams, but he's been, he wore a brace all last week, but he did practice um, every single day last week too, which a lot of us watching practice, we were surprised to see him honestly last Wednesday, but he is outside of Lamar Jackson. I would argue that he's the most important guy on this team. The fact that he's so versatile, he can literally play nickel. He can play outside. He can play literally every single position on, on the defense. I would argue. And he's, you know, he coming into last year, he was their first round draft pick. He did have a little bit of a learning curve. You know, he was very young when he came to the team. He was 20 years old when he came to the Ravens last year. But he is during the second half of the season last year, I would argue that he was growing, just really soaking it all in. And the thing that I've really appreciated about him is how mature he's been. He's taken all the criticism head on, you know, said that he's made those mistakes and you really saw his growth this year in year two with the team. And I mean, he had that three sack game as a safety against the Colts, you know, even though the Ravens did lose that game, he did have quite the breakout game uh, that, that uh, in week three. And so I really would argue that Kyle Hamilton is one of the game changers here. And they have a bunch of other guys that are playing versatile, versatile as well. Like um, Brandon Stevens having a great year as well. He, uh, he can also play any position in the secondary, but he's really stuck to outside corner this year. Um, they do have Marcus Williams, uh, another safety who did come out of the game um, with an injury um, last week against the Jaguars, but he is definitely one of those aggressive ball hawk kind of guys too. Geno Stone, second in the t uh, in the league right now in terms of interceptions. He's not even the starting guy, and he's had quite an excellent season too. Um, and, you know, they have, on terms of the defense, those two middle linebackers really commanding this defense, Roquan Smith. I mean, he came to this team last year on, on Halloween and really changed the face and perception of what this defense was. A lot of people, a lot of fans 
uh, in the Raven slot, calling him the second coming of Ray Lewis, you know, which is high praise for him. But the thing I love about Roquan so much and that I've appreciated so much is that he is truly himself. He's like, I love all the comparisons. He's like, I'm honored to be even mentioned in the conversation, but he's like, I'm going to do what I do. And you'll see this um, at Levi Stadium on Sunday, the way that he hypes up, he always gives the pregame speeches um, to the uh, to the Ravens before they go in before introductions, and he he really hi- I don't know what's coming out of his mouth, but he's really hyping up the team a hundred percent in a way that only he can. And I've been told by by Kyle Hamilton actually he's told me before that Roquan is like he's like such a chill normal guy in the locker room. He's very polite, very cool, and then he turns flips the switch and turns into a completely different human being. He's the most intense. You could see it in his eyes. You know how intense he is. Uh, when it comes to game time. So I would definitely keep an eye on him and Kyle Hamilton. Those would be my two game-changing guys on the defense. Oh, man. Well, Melissa, as for the Ravens' offense, all eyes look to Lamar Jackson and his versatile skill set. Head coach Kyle Shanahan called the quarterback a challenge. What makes him so difficult to defend? I think Lamar is so difficult because he's so elusive in a way, right? I think that nobody can really dance around and get out of the pocket, get back into the pocket, move his feet like he does. And that was one of his highlighting traits. When he came into the league, people were saying, oh, he might be a running back, pretty good for a running back. That was the saying around here, right? Because he would run the ball a lot. And to his credit, in the last two seasons, I remember two years ago, uh, before uh, training camp started, he had mentioned that he had really worked on throwing the ball a lot more that offseason and that he really wanted to be able to grow in the passing game and to be able to stay in the pocket and make those big throws, prove that he has a big arm because maybe a little bit of the narrative that he was, you know, a running quarterback, but also because he wanted to truly become that dual threat. And we've really, again, having those weapons that they do, the guys that can catch the ball on this team right now um, have obviously helped him out a lot. Unfortunately, Mark Andrews, obviously not one of those guys. He suffered an injury um, a couple weeks ago, season ending injury, and he is out for the season, but they do have some depth at tight end as well. Isaiah likely he's the second year out of coastal Carolina. He has really stepped up as well. And he knew the pressure that was on once Mark Andrews, which was, who was Lamar's most reliable target, favorite target um, was out for the season. So now we've seen the ball spread out a lot more. The thing about Mark Andrews was that because he was that target, he would draw, you know, two, sometimes maybe three defenders on him. And so that would leave somebody open, you know what I mean? To get the ball. So that was the unique trait that um, Mark Andrews had. And now they have a couple, they have other guys doing that. Obviously Isaiah likely, you know, they have Zay Flowers, the rookie out of Boston college, OBJ. I mean, OBJ might not be putting up the numbers that, people expected to when he came to this team. But there's so many things that he does from an intangible sense during the game that only really comes with experience and things that really only OBJ can do. And so that he's proving why this team got him in the offseason. And so, yeah, I mean, this O-line is playing. The pass protection on this team has been pretty good these last couple of weeks. Um, we hear from the running, we hear from the running backs from Gus Edwards and Justice Hill about how they're getting involved in that too. So a lot of versatility for this offense. Um, they have a first year offensive coordinator, coordinator this year, Todd Munkin, who came from Georgia, who won back-to-back national championships at the college level, who has definitely changed the playbook up quite a bit. You'll see Lamar Jackson making those big, deep throws that we might not necessarily have seen in the last couple of seasons, but he knew that he could make. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up the this episode. Let's highlight some things for the faithful to look out for this week. Lindsay, as you're watching 
watching practices leading into Monday Night Football. What are some things you're going to be monitoring from the 49ers? You know, I think for the 49ers, certainly injuries, particularly to that interior of the starting defensive line. Um, Speaking specifically about defensive linemen Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave, both who were deeply missed in terms of the run defense in week 15. Uh, Head coach Kyle Shanahan said that we'll have to see was his direct quote about how they progress throughout the week. It does seem that they may have a chance to return to practice and possibly play. But again, we're going to get more updates on that come Thursday, which is when the 49ers practice starts. Um, And then, of course, if you're looking out for a couple guys in this game, I would say keep all eyes on Christian McCaffrey and quarterback Brock Purdy, who are, again, being talked about a lot in the MVP race. Um, They're talking a lot about each other, offering mutual praise. Um, So just continuing uh, to see how they wow and amaze. Um, They've been putting up incredible numbers um, in their own rights for you know, the entire season. All right. Well, that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay and Melissa, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First in 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Monogram at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.